Hi, my name is McKenna Hallen. And I'm Sydney Frages. And for our current social issues, we had to watch a movie and now do a podcast review on it. The movie I chose to watch was Room, made in 2015 and it is a drama thriller. It was directed by Lenny Abrahamson. Held captive for seven years in an enclosed space called Room, a woman and her young son finally have the chance to gain their freedom, allowing the boy to experience the outside world for the first time. This movie can be compared to real life using kidnapping, sex trafficking, and other sorts of comparisons like PTSD. In the movie Room, a woman was taken and held captive for seven years. In those seven years, she was raped and then ended up having a child. Sex trafficking and rape are extremely big issues in today's world, using ways such as putting things on women's car or just grabbing them off the streets. The movie Taken is about a 17-year-old girl, Kim, who travels to Paris with a friend, Amanda, and is taken by sex traffickers after arriving at her cousin's house where she was staying. Her dad, Brian, receives a phone call from Kim saying that there were people in the house who were taking Amanda first. Brian is a former government operative and gave her instructions on what to do, one of them being to describe what they look like and to leave her phone behind. One of the males who took them found the phone and started talking to Brian. Soon after, Brian gets on a plane and heads to Paris. When he gets there, he goes through multiple obstacles that end up leading him to the group that had taken the girls. After he finds them, he finds his daughter being sexually assaulted and drugged. Once he gets her back, they fly home to reunite. Reunite with the mother of Kim, leaving Amanda there. Okay, so one thing that my movie had shown was sex trafficking. And sex trafficking is a form of modern-day slavery in which individuals perform commercial sex through the use of force, fraud, and coercion. So the way that my movie showed sex trafficking was the way that Joyce got taken when she was 17 was this man stopped in the road and asked her to help her sick dog. In my movie, um, the two girls got, had gotten back to the Paris airport and some guy had offered them to share a cab because cabs were so expensive there. And they did it, so therefore leading to the fact that the dude who took the girls knew where the two girls were staying. And sex trafficking happens to... 433,648 victims, um, age 12 or older, and that happens with rape and sexual assault. One out of six women have been the victim or attempted victim of sexual assault, and 90% of rape victims are females. Um, and then another, another point that my movie showed was rape, and that is unlawful sexual intercourse or any other sexual penetration of the vagina, anus, or mouth of another person with or without force by a sex organ, other body part, or foreign object without the consent of the victim. So um, with rape in my movie, it every single night, old Nick would come into the room and every night would rape her without her consent. Uh, another point that my movie had talked about was kidnapping. And in that movie, obviously, the two girls were taken against their will and brought to a sex trafficking house. And statistics say that 800,000 children are reported missing each year, and that's from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which equals 2,000 a day. And it says that 203,000 children are kidnapped each year by family members, 76% of those being girls, 
at the age of around 11. Um, and then another movie that, or another point that my movie showed was PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, and it's a psychiatric disorder that can occur in people who have experienced or witnessed a traumatic event, such as a natural disaster, a serious accident, or a terrorist attack, war combat, rape, or other violent personal assault. So in my movie, PTSD was shown in a lot of different ways. Right at the end when um, the little boy Jack had escaped, they had gotten saved because cops came and everything and saved Jack. So then Jack showed them the way to the room. And afterwards, um, Joyce would not let Jack really do a whole lot and freaked out on him and um, was always scared that old Nick would somehow come back in some sort of way. So my movie did not show PTSD. The movie ended right after she had gotten back from Paris. So I didn't have that in my movie, but I had uh, being drugged as one of them. And what happened was once they got to the sex trafficking house, they were pumped full of drugs through IVs, leading them obviously unconscious and easier to rape and the way the dad had found the daughter's friend, Amanda, was he opened the door and she was on like, not even a bed, more like a cot with just IVs hanging down her and unconscious with her clothes off. So drug was shown in my movie. So a way that my movie portrayed these issues that I had just talked about was the way that the door for the room was always locked and the um, old Nick only ever knowing the password. So old Nick could come in and out when he pleased and he could, that means that, um, he had every single right over Joyce and could do whatever he wanted to her. Um, and then when Ma wouldn't let Jack see or talk to old Nick at night, Jack, and one time Jack had gone out of the closet where he slept when old Nick came um, Jack had escaped from there and tried to touch old Nick and Joyce freaked out when old Nick saw him because that was the first ever time that Ma would ever let old Nick see Jack. And then, um, when Jack had escaped, Ma was very overprotective about Jack and everything he did and did not do. And it caused her to get ex extremely upset and stressed. And she ended up attempting to kill herself with drugs. And so that is considered a lot of PTSD. So the issues portrayed in my movie was kind of normal I guess it was two young girls going to Paris a completely different country by themselves which is I mean stranger danger I would say because they obviously are not going to know anyone there and they trusted the guy who took them with knowing where they lived so that was kind of a bad choice on their part and sexual assault was also portrayed very well it shows how easy it can happen even if you try and stop it because Amanda and Kim put up a pretty good fight when they were getting taken. And 
obviously that didn't work out very well. And the drugs, I mean, it happens. Most kidnappings, you get drugged and then sexually assaulted. It's really popular. Okay, so now I will be talking about my movie review and what I thought of it. So, um, a few things I liked and disliked. Um, I disliked when Ma put Jack in the closet when Old Nick comes at night. I understand that it was for protective reasons, but it just, I, I don't know. I feel like Jack is technically locked up at night and that just kind of, I don't know. Ma is so afraid of being locked up and does not like it, but then she locks Jack up at night. Um, and then I disliked when old Nick wouldn't take Jack to the hospital when Ma said that he was sick to try to escape because that just shows how heartless he is. And it just kind of made my heart stop when Ma was, or when old Nick was like, well, you can just drug him a little bit more. I'll go get some pain medicine for him. And, you know, it's just kind of sad. And then I did like when Ma defended Jack when Jack came out of the closet one night when old Nick woke up to Jack being in his face and Ma freaked out at old Nick and told Jack to go back into the closet. And um, that just shows how much he, she loves him and cares about him. So one of my favorite parts is right at the end when Ma's finally brave enough to um, try to escape and thinks that Jack is finally old enough to understand and realize what is actually going on. Um, the way that Ma helps Jack escape is telling old Nick that Jack is dead and wrapping him up in the rug in room. And um, so Jack or so that old Nick takes him out and bury or like brings him somewhere to, you know, die, I guess just like set him down somewhere and hope mm -hmm. that he doesn't get found or something. And, um, he, so she has enough trust in Jack to, you know, think that he'll actually escape and be able to, um, finally get out of where they have stayed for seven years, you know, um, they, so Ma would wrap up Jack in the rug, Jack would find a, or feel a stop, and Jack would unravel from the rug and jump out of the back of the truck, and he did it, and old Nick did see him, but ended up just actually leaving him there, so, um, you know, that just kind of shows how brave Jack is and how brave Ma is for finally standing up for themselves and doing what they know is right. Okay, so now we're going to compare, like, what happened in both of our movies to, like, what has happened to us and... Everybody knows that me and Sydney do everything together, <laughs> so we have a lot of experience. One of them being, uh, how long was this? Like two years, we were at Kohl's in Shakopee, and Kenna was shopping and decided that, or couldn't decide if she wanted the shirt or not, so she put it back, and we were standing in the checkout line, and Kenna decided that she wanted it. Well, so I stood in the checkout line to hold our spot, 
And I noticed this guy who was walking with his hands behind his back, acting like he was shopping, but not looking at anything. And so I'm keeping my eyes out on him and I'm trying to see where Kenna is because I'm obviously feeling uncomfortable. And when Kenna walks up, she notices him right away. So after we had checked out. We like hurried we, to check out too. Yeah, we <laughs> like panicked. And so once we were done with that, we sprinted out of the store. And this is when Kenna had her Tahoe. So it was one of the ones you had to put the key in to open the door instead of just unlocking <laughs> it. So I'm like standing there with my hands gripped tight on her door handle waiting for her to for her to unlock the door because I was I actually thought we were gonna get kidnapped this dude was so creepy and I don't even know if he was trying to do anything he just looked really he just like kept on looking at us and it was really weird yeah and just kind of creeped us out and then like didn't he come outside too yeah right after we had left it was just it was weird and I mean that just shows how we definitely have to be aware of our surroundings because let's say I wasn't, I didn't notice a dude standing there and kind of didn't either. And who knows if we went to ran, ran out alive, <laughs> ran out of the store, if he would have followed us. I mean, we don't really even know if, if he was following us in our car. Cause we just kind of skirt skirted on out. Yeah. We, ooh. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was honestly kind of scary. And like, Cindy's always like very cautious about I, her surroundings. I like, don't know why, but I have this like I it's like more than a fear. It's like a phobia of being kidnapped. Like last night, me and my dad went to Von Hansen's <laughs> to pick up some beef sticks, and he had pulled up right next to a white van, and I actually scooted into the driver's seat and went out his door because I'm so paranoid of people like kidnapping me. I'm I'm scared to stay home alone. Like, I have to make sure all the doors are locked 24-7. Like, it is an actual, like, fear that I have of being kidnapped. And, I mean, it's a good thing because I'm more aware of my surroundings. Like, I go somewhere. I know where an exit is just in case I need it. Right. And, like, when was another time? Oh, it was one night we went to Wagner Park and we were swinging and we were coming home and it was like late at night. We just wanted something to do. So we just hung out at the park trying to figure out who to hang out with and whatnot. And so we were on our way back to the house and Sydney was freaking out. And so we started running because she didn't want anyone to be like watching us or anything. (laughs) And (laughs) she's like, if there's someone following us, I'm going to run right into my house close the door and I was like oh my god we're fine like it's no big deal but it you know there's also the I was just by myself when this happened well I mean I wasn't with Ken I was with another friend we were at Elko Speedway and a lot of stuff was happening that summer with like places that are right off the freeway because it's easy to get them on and never see them again and um one of my friends had to go use the bathroom and this is when they had the BMX riders there. So I was just standing in the circle watching them because I thought it was interesting. And I looked up or looked to my side and I saw these two older gentlemen staring at me and they were Hispanic, which has nothing to do with it, but it just kind of freaks me out a little bit. And they kept moving closer and closer to me and they kept whispering in each other's ears and like sidestepping towards me and just not looking at me in ways I I didn't like. So I ended up going back and waiting by the bathroom for my friend to get out. And then we ended up telling a security guard that these men were doing something to me. I don't know what. And um, they kind of just 
not brushed it off, but they were just like, well, if you see them again, like doing anything, let us know. And we ended up see, or I ended up seeing them walking in front of the little racetrack thing. And it actually scared me. I thought I was thought that was my time to go. <laughs> I do remember you telling me that story. That was really scary when you told me. Yeah. These are some ways that Room and Taken do compare to each other and differentiate and as well as our personal experiences together. So my movie was Taken and I did like it. I thought it was really interesting and I would have definitely watched it without having to for the class. Um, it shows how easily it is for something to happen to you, but also shows like Brian's journey and what he went through to get his daughter back. It definitely reminded me I need to be more aware of my surroundings and to be always be careful in whatever I'm doing because obviously something like this can happen really fast and you don't know what's going to happen to you after it does. And my favorite thing about the movie was Brian's journeys to get them because he shot a lot of people and killed them in various ways. And it kind of reminds me of like, what my dad would do just because I know my dad would go crazy if that ever happened to me. True. And I like the way the movie ends is with um, the like king almost of the sex house was holding her at gunpoint, threatening the shooter if like Brian moved at all. And Brian ended up um, like acting like he was going to shoot Kim to like try and like free her like in the leg or something. So that way the king would like, get distracted and he ended up shooting the king and then just three like reunion between them two is super emotional and I started crying which is kind of stupid but it was, <laughs> it was such a good movie that I I would have watched it without having to disclaimer this podcast does not contain the views opinions beliefs or policies of New Prague area schools this podcast was created for academic purposes for current social issues and the opinions expressed are those of the creators.